Welcome, 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 guys. I thank you so much for joining your girl, Rusty Moy. Once again on this platform, it's amazing how we have been together episode after episode after episode. And you guys continue to believe in my vision. Trust me in all these episodes and continue to join me in this journey. Because it's never easy without your support, my creativity, your creativity, and keeping it real and honest. Today, episode one, I want to discuss a little bit about our children. And most importantly, we want to discuss in episode one, our children deserve an education revolution. Okay. And what I mean by that, guys, is millions of parents have suddenly found themselves responsible for overseeing their children's education from home. This is formidably challenging on top of the stress due to the coronavirus pandemic. My hope is that parents, educators, even policymakers will finally realize that education must evolve once children hopefully are cleared to go back to school beyond pandemic. But we don't know with this pandemic how long a lot of our children in the Philadelphia region and maybe beyond will be remote. So now is the time for our children's leaders to generate a new compelling philosophy of education and innovative articultural for a just and humane school system. We must refocus our energy on our foundation built on a sense of purpose. Yes, I mean purpose. Forging relationship and minimizing the talents of all children. Let's take advantage of the possibility that our nation's attention can shift 180 degrees from obsessing and over-test scores, accountability, to entirely different of a physical, mental, and emotional well-being for students and staff. And we know during these challenging times how it can be for our children, our educators, our families, and we have to take all that in consideration. Is it our collective responsibility to foster a meaningful post-pandemic educational environment? As the great philosopher must said, or was saying, or have said, stated more than a hundred years ago, if we each, if we each no, I reiterate that. If we teach today's students and we taught yesterday, we rob them of tomorrow. That was once was said. That was once said. Now is the time to revolutionize this inadequate system built on old structures and ideologies. I recommend we change the purpose of schooling to the following the core values. Okay? And those values would be empathizing well-being. Making child and teacher well-being a top priority in all our schools as engines of learning and system efficiency. Next, upgrade testing and other assessments. Stop the standardized, standardized standard testing of children in third to eighth grade. Opt up of higher edu- educational quality assessments by classroom teachers. Eliminate the ranking and sorting of children based on standardized testing and require only one comprehensive testing period to graduate from high school. Also, invest resources fairly, and I must say, fund schools adequately on the basis of need. Provide small class sizes, right? Boost learning through physical activity, giving children multiple outdoor free play, recess breaks throughout the school day to boost their well-being and performance. We observe schools in fine lands that give children four to 15 minute free play breaks a day. And we know it. We observe it. Also, I must add, change the focus. 
meaning create an emotional atmosphere, right? A physical environment of warmth, comfort, and safety. So that children are happy and eager to come to school. You teach not just basic skills, but also arts, crafts, music, civics, ethics. What about home ethics, guys? Okay? No, 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 no. Not even that. We're not going to even go home ethics. We're going to talk about home economics. That's even better. And life skills. Our children deserve all of these and much, much more. Life skills is something that every child needs to learn young and grow into their young adult years knowing, right? Make homework efficient. I can't stress this enough. Reduce the homework load in elementary and middle schools to no more than 30 minutes per night. Guys, I remember sitting at my kitchen table, an hour worth of homework, maybe two, maybe four hours, maybe six hours with reports and, and research papers. I was only in the fifth grade, guys. And God knows when I got to sixth grade, I felt like I was typing forever. My fingers felt like they were falling off. But guess what? It helped me. It groomed me. It made me this individual that I am today, right? It made me stand focused behind women's rights, right? children, right? First time author and much, much more. It made me realize that our children need more. Beyond the classroom, reading programs and reading comprehension and grammar, sentence structure, all of that, writing papers and learning. You can't write a paper. A child can't write a paper if they don't know words. They can't spell. They can't do the pronunciation. They don't understand the meaning and definition definitions beyond behind the word, right? Got a tongue twister. I'm sorry. Everyone knows I speak fast. But I'm going to slow it down. Our children deserve the opportunity now. That's not wait until later on. That's not wait and look back at it and say, what if? That's give each child the opportunity now. That's start not only in the classrooms, not only at home, but beyond that, right? We do tutoring programs. We do mentorship programs. That's give our children the chance that we never had, right? I had many chances. There was many opportunities for me. There were many educational programs. There were Girl Scout programs. There was a lot of mentorship. And there's even more now for our young people. That's give them more. That's as entrepreneurs, right? First time authors. That's create a, a space for our young people. That's give them the chance that they deserve now, right? With a short commercial break, I want you to think about giving young people a chance, an opportunity to advance and enrich their education. If this is your first time listening in, don't allow it to be your last. On this platform this year, we're talking about education, ways to create a space as an entrepreneur, and if you're trying to create a self-published book, we're going to talk about that and much, much more right here with the girl Rusty one. So if you're just joining in, you're just following me, it's getting better and better. But most importantly, we're discussing our children. We're talking about children, education, evolution, and all of that stuff right here on a meaningful platform. And if this is your child that's during pandemic has been kind of being a little confused and it's been a laid-back atmosphere. It's been challenging for them to catch up with their studies. So you should be a part of this platform and listening in and being a part of something great.
you guys so much. If you just joined in with episode one with your girl, Rusty Mooney, we're discussing our children deserve an education revolution. I stand behind it. Not only just loving our children, adoring them, and wanting to protect our children, I want to make sure they have the fundamentals, the enrichment, the education they deserve. And we need to discuss it right here on this platform and much, much more. As children growing up ourselves, now we're adults. I don't want us to forget the things we have went through to get where we're at today. It was never easy. It was a challenge. People challenge you so much. And our young people are being challenged every day. Are they up for the challenge? We know that they can. We know that they have everything they need to be focused. We know they have the essentials and we are not going to give up just like that, right? We could continue to work with our children and we're going to help them enrich their education. So within this episode, I stand firmly and I'm continuing on with episode one. So as I was talking before I went on the short commercial break, homework is efficient, right? And we need to reduce the homework load in elementary and middle schools to no more than 30 minutes. I mentioned before I went on break that I would be sitting as a little girl at my kitchen table for an hour, two hours, three hours, trying to figure out problem solving. And anyone that knew me knew that problem solving was never easy. It was a challenge that I had to challenge myself. And then when I got to school, I had to challenge myself again. And then when I met my tutor, I had to challenge myself again. And then when I went home, guys, I had to challenge myself again at the table. And it had been a challenge for a very long time. But I continued to work hard. And people worked with me. But this challenge would have broke me down if I didn't have the essential help. So our children today need the help. And they cry out for a hand of assistance. So that's not... Ignore our children, let's protect them and be their next mentor. So I continue and trust educators and children, give them professional respect, creative freedom, right? Including the ability to experiment, take imaginable risks and fail in the pursuit of success. We got to trust someone, guys, and improve and expand and vocational technical technical education encourage more students to attend school in which they acquire valuable career trade skills. So if they're 20, 21 years old, don't say to them, go in the army, go to college, stay home, get a job. Encourage them to not just go to college and go to the army, go to work. Encourage them to go to career and trading uh, skill programs because that is just as important as college and the army and the navy and all of that. Job Corps is just important because everyone's not cut for the Army, the Navy, the um, reserves or uh, college or just going from high school transition into their first job. We all have a skill. We all have talent. We all have something we possess, but we need a push. A good friend of mine mentioned to me they had so much growing up inside of them. They had the thought, the idea and the concept. But without the right push and the right mentor, they couldn't land where they need to land. So that's be that mentor that you did not have, right? We must educate and mentor our young people. Give them something that you didn't have. I, growing up, my fifth grade teacher helped me with my reading, right? I struggled. I was a kid that could learn. I was teachable. But there was a long, big words that was a challenge to me. 
And I was intimidated by those big words. And I said, I can't, I can't. And she said, I will take your recess long as I can until you do it, till you figure it out, until we figure it out. So we need more teachers that say we shall figure it out, that take that recess, take that lunch, take that break, give them that time after school, give them the tutoring they stand in need of because our children need it. You might not be the mother, you might be a neighbor, but you know someone's child stands in need. Be that next mentor. It's at your church, you know there's a child that stands in need. Be that mentor, be that volunteer. You may be a first-time author and you want to give back and sow a seed and you want to do something. Step up in your community and, and take a stand. I continue on. We have an enormous amount of work to do, right? But our children deserve nothing less. Are we going to wait until the school district calls us to help our children? Or are we going to contact them? Are we going to send letters and emails? Or are we going to wait until our children is in a situation where they just give up and stop going to school? Are we going to continue to see other people's children fall by the wayside? Because we didn't have our children. We couldn't protect them because we were too busy. We had a child and we had an opportunity. But maybe something happened and you lost it. Take someone else's child and make their life memorable. Give them the life that you didn't give your own child. Step up and give them that. It's not too late to save a soul, save a child, save a life. Save someone from something that someone didn't save you from. So if that resonates with you and you want to save someone, start within your community. Start within your church. Start within your neighborhood. Start within your family, your friends, someone you love, someone you adore. Maybe it's a young person. You're looking through them and you see you in them. Help them. You won't regret it. You'll be so happy at the success and what they turned out to do. You say, my work, my finished project, it paid off. They didn't ask me, I asked them. But you never know if a person needs help if you keep turning your back. So turn around and look at them and say, hold your hand and say, can I help you? And you'd be surprised how they'll receive your hand. I thank you so much for listening to Rusty Moy and being a part of something great. Reach out and take a hand this week.